0: Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is season four, episode eleven, or overall episode 55.
1: I feel like it's been like 50 episodes this season, but um yeah, I'm Jade, I'm the smart one.
0: And I'm Art, I'm the cute one. I remember that season three was so long that it could have qualified for a TV show length season, so we've still got a ways to go. This is like a mid-season. Descroll Tech Thoughts is not a TV show, although we would be very cute if we were one. <laughs> So continuing with the trend of talking about things that have to do with sort of what's going on in the modern tech world. Today we're going to be talking about what's going on with the internet. Uh, But before we get into that, I have to plug our after show. We are live. We're not. I I feel like I shouldn't even bother to say like we're live on Instagram because that's going to be inaccurate by the time this episode airs.
1: Will it? Hopefully.
0: We are in a weird transient place with our aftershows, and I'm tired of the backlog being incorrect. So what I'm going to say is, regardless of where our aftershow is actually live, you can check our Instagram, at Tech Podcast for updates on where you can find the aftershow. And the aftershow is on Fridays, at 6.30pm ET, regardless of where it's airing. Probably. And if you're tired of our inconsistency and want something more consistent, you can check out our website, which is always there. And our website is, Jade?
1: TechThoughts.gay
0: And on that note, let's talk about... Let's talk about the internet.
1: Well, back in my day, you couldn't find Flash games without coming across a
0: titty. (laughs) The internet has been, well, this big old wild rest of random information. You know it, I know it, this is how it works. We have a little bit of everything, all of the time. Thanks, Bo Burnham, for the quality lyrics. But... Because we have so much all the time, it sort of makes sense that some companies have put in mechanisms to help sort through all this stuff. Websites like Reddit have an upvote-downvote feature where more upvoted things get more visibility, which unfortunately has the downside of creating echo chambers sometimes. Uh, Amazon, ugh, I know, stay with stay with us, lets you rate products on a one to five star scale. YouTube has a like and dislike button. Well, we'll get to that. But wh- why do all of these work for curation? Easy. Clarity of information. You can see the score on Reddit posts, which are the upvotes minus the downvotes. You know what ratings make up that. Well, really, any online shopping space rating. And you know what upvotes and downvotes make that YouTube bar? Well, look the way it does. Except that last one. Yeah, we said we'd get to it. It's it's kind of gone.
1: Yeah, so let's uh, let's explain that. YouTube has decided to make the dislike count on a video across all of the service private to the content creator. By the way, this is a live feature currently. I was very sad to see that. Yeah, uh, well,
0: I was I was also upset. I was really hoping they'd do they'd do the thing companies do where some big content creator makes a video complaining about it and the company like backslides and is just like, "No, no, no, we won't do it." But that has not been yeah. what has happened in this case.
1: No, we'll comment on it more later, but In YouTube's own experiments, they made it so the dislike button still existed, but the count was removed. And as a result, they found that users were, quote, less likely to target a video's dislike button to drive up the count, uh, in their opinion. Uh, It showed a reduction in dislike attacking behavior, and small content creators are apparently the ones being unfairly targeted by such attacks. Now let's, let's just hold on a second, right? First... Let's look at the idea above YouTube's results. Here's the equation. Ready? No dislike count is equal to less likely to press dislike. Now, from our measly view of being consumers, it seems just as likely that the likelihood of pressing dislike would decrease if you thought that the button did absolutely nothing. Which it does now pretty much to everyone else. YouTube also refused to share the specific details or the data collected from these experiments when asked by the publication TechCrunch, so we're just kind of taking them at their word.
0: But sure, let's say YouTube is right here and that their 2019 Rewind wasn't and isn't still the most disliked video on the whole platform and that has nothing to do with it. 9.5 million dislikes, nice job YouTube. Third YouTube co-founder Jawed Karim, I hope I said I hope I said that right, condemned the removal of these public dislike counts, and for good reason. Quote: "The ability to easily and quickly identify bad content is an essential feature of a user-generated content platform." Why? Because not all user-generated content is good, and we think he's right.
1: Anecdotally, I Jade have seen just so many awful tutorials across the whole website, including ones for programming. To quote, 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 hacking. Really big air quotes here as a software engineer. Really big air quotes. And, you know, game sheets. Knowing a video is worthless is a good way to just save some time in my busy day. And the users seem to agree because YouTube's own video on the subject is also overwhelmingly disliked with an 18,000 like to 274,000 dislike ratio as of writing. I really do want to say that I wandered into a shitty, shitty 3D printing video today, <laughs> straight up, um, and and did not know it was full of absolute bullshit until I uh, read the comments.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, it really just does mean that you are stuck reading the comments to figure out if a video is legit or not, which is not always reliable, especially if the video doesn't have that many comments. It also is just a concerning... This is a concerning change for YouTube to make, I think, in light of all of the current conversations that have been going around about misinformation on the internet. And so for them to do something like this, sort of, like, like for them to do something like this right now in, like, in like our current climate is so dangerous, I think, genuinely, because... Tone deaf. It's tone deaf, and, but, like like, legitimately actually dangerous. Like... If you have no reliable way of telling whether a video is misinform- is misinformation or not, outside of doing third-party research, which I think everyone should do, but let's face it, not everyone does do. I don't know, I just, I feel like the dislike counter is a pretty clear way of being able to tell whether a video is bullshit or not. And admittedly, I will say right now that it is not always accurate. And I and I wanna bring that up because I I, I do think that on some level I understand their logic of wanting to prevent like dislike bombing as like a, a coordinated thing. No, 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 no. And before you roll your eyes, genuinely, did you see the Black Lives Matter like racism is real sort of campaign that Steven Universe did?
1: Oh, yeah, I remember those. It wasn't all just, of those it was, videos, it, it were wasn't dislike even, bomb. it, w- it all, was all of the Cartoon Network's SU like uh anti hate collaborations.
0: Yes, all of those videos were dislike bomb like insanely. Yes. And that's that's crappy, that's shitty, but. The solution to that is not get rid of this like counter on the platform as a whole like that 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 that's not a proportional response.
1: you have a point, but this is already kind of going against YouTube's own thoughts on the process because for one, it was Cartoon Network's channel, which is a, assumedly not a small content creator, yeah, which is yeah, you know, a little ridiculous. It sort of feels like in a very conspiracy tinfoil hat sort of way that. By not having your dislike counter, you're just going to go through more videos to find one that has good enough information for you.
0: That's, I don't even feel like that's that tinfoil, Hattie, I think. Companies make policies that drive up user engagement on their platform. They want you to be on the website for longer. That doesn't really come as a surprise.
1: True. Though, yeah, it's bad. That's not I mean I understand that's how that's how corporations work as someone who works for a corporation.
0: Yes, but there's a level of responsibility that YouTube is issuing by doing this. And that's 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 the part where I take issue.
1: Oh absolutely. It also just makes the platform feel a little what's the word for it? Scammy? I, I actually think every video I go to now automatically is just garbage. And I don't mean that because like the content has gotten worse. I mean I see the lack of real engagement. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of very, well, I feel like I'm just watching a big ad platform suddenly, you know, like I already was, but now we're we're losing more of the, the ability to actually engage with the creators.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the way that the internet is going. And I think one of the reasons why when we were struggling to think of an episode for this week, I immediately suggested this because you can find a lot of think pieces um, about how Moves like this are very clearly, blatantly moves to make the internet more advertiser-friendly. And the second topic that we're about to talk about actually highlights that uh, beautifully. So let's move away from YouTube for a second for everyone's other favorite activity, reading wikis. N- no, no, r- r- we're serious. Not Wikipedia, but rather the localized wikis for various fandoms and stuff. Like Memory Alpha for Star Trek, or Wikipedia for Star Wars, or Monster Girl Encyclopedia? It sounds fun to be itch. <laughs> Anyway, the company fandom, host for a number of these wikis, recently updated their community creation policy, which is never a good start, is it? Specifically to say that, quote, wikis about sex fetishes and other pornographic subjects are not permitted even if described in a non-explicit way, which affects the old Monster Girl encyclopedia. Now, this was done a little distastefully. Monster Girl Encyclopedia is a franchise, a legitimate book series. The MGE wiki staff did not receive advance notice of policy changes, and only the pop-up warning of the wiki being removed gave them the heads up. Not all NSFW content wikis are being removed. Fifty Shades wiki gets to stay, as the similar in-content to MGE Monster Musume wiki. And they're only given, being given two weeks to move hosts before their data is gone. By the time this episode is up, it'll have moved to WikiHost. I th- I'm giving my best guess here because Jade thinks it's pronounced Mirahaze. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's how I'm going to say it. And fandom is doing all this in the name of safety, in their own words. Ugh, I can I can hear the echoes of that episode we did talking about why I think of the children as a bad excuse,
1: but... And this seems to be a running theme with many US-based companies as of late. And we may have already spoken about this, but social media website, Reddit, I was going to say recently, but removed NSFW and other explicit content from their r slash all subreddit, um, a catch-all for all of their top posts from every subreddit across the platform. Or, if you don't know the terminology, every sub community on the website. Now, r all is not even the main page viewed when visiting Reddit. That is r slash popular, which had already removed NSFW content for the same reason of making it easier to browse Reddit without accidentally viewing pornographic or explicit content, and this is frustrating because this has removed the visibility for many of those explicit content subreddits. And the option already existed to use, are popular. It didn't make sense to remove all of this from all. It, it's just, it's just removal of these things from the platform effectively. And of course, it is nearly impossible to find those mentioned communities without being recommended in some way, or hoping search works, but it's Reddit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we have talked about sort of the sanitization of uh, specifically NSFW content from the internet uh, before in either season one or season two episode where we talked about SESTA-FOSTA and also talked about the Tumblr porn man. The fact that it's continuing to happen is deeply concerning to us, frankly- I'm, and I'm about to say something that is very con- that that I know is very controversial, but I am going to say it because I, I it is a stance that I wholeheartedly hold. The internet is not meant to be a safe place. Like the internet is not meant to be a safe space for children. That is not. The that internet
1: is, is that, really really great for adults.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. Like like the internet, should not have to bend over backwards to curate a space that is accessible primarily to children, as long as content is being tagged appropriately. It should be allowed to exist, of
1: course. And if you're a parent who's worried about these things, parent your child.
0: Yeah. Also, the the fact that, and I I I almost would say that I don't want to go there, but given the fact that we are very openly queer on this podcast, uh, I oh, will yes. I will go there. The fact that the Fifty Shades wiki gets to stay up, but the Monster Girl wiki doesn't, is just so blatantly heteronormative. It's like, ah, yes, let's get rid of the thing that actually probably talks about fetishes in, like, a knowledgeable way. The Keep Up the Wiki dedicated to a piece of media that has literally been panned by anybody who's ever practiced BDSM as being wildly and wildly inaccurate and unsafe portrayal of BDSM. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Why not?
1: Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. The, um, I think, I think you're, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with the heteronormativity.
0: Yeah, I think, well, it, it, one thing, one thing, cause, cause we've talked, I think we, we mentioned this on the podcast before the, the, the fact that using think for the, think of the children's style logic will, inevitably disproportionately censor and impact uh, queer content creators as mm-hmm. shown by the fact that queer videos on YouTube or things that are tagged with like queer LGBT tags on Tumblr become harder to find via the search al- algorithm. It, it, there are queer children. I, I know that straight parents are like clutching their pearls and don't want to acknowledge that, but like gay kids exist... And hiding queer content from them isn't going to make them not gay. It's just going to make them hate themselves.
1: Oh, yes. And also, for those of you who are thinking, well, how could a five year old think that they are queer? Children, children is anyone younger than 18, my friend. There are a lot of people who fall under that umbrella.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 it's super frustrating. And then also on top of all of this, and I don't want to sound like too tinfoil hat conspiracy nut here, but and unfortunately that's funny. Tumblr user, there's a Tumblr user who explained this a lot better than I ever could. Uh, but um, the more that this happens, the more that I feel like think of the children isn't even actually the mentality that's being used. It's just a thinly veiled shield for what is actually happening, which is the commercialization of the internet. Like, it, it's ver- really, really just that advertisers don't want to run ads on platforms that, that host NSFW content. That, that really is what, what well, it comes down to. losing money then.
1: That's what they're doing. They're just losing money with that mentality. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Because I want to say they are, but if they were, they wouldn't keep doing it. I really do think that they're just trying to make the internet this playground where there is no like the way you were talking about about feeling like there's no engagement on youtube i really feel like they're just trying to make the internet this playground where user engagement is completely sidelined in favor of just being hounded with shit that's trying to sell you shit and make you feel bad about yourself
1: i left tv for that one i'm good thanks
0: Yep, so that's all the time we have for you guys today. This is a topic that I personally, and I think Jade would agree, I, I feel really passionately about this. Yeah. I I don't know, I, I think the internet is a wonderful thing, but I also don't think that it's something that children should be experiencing like completely unmitigated. And mm-hmm. it, is, it, is not, it is not the job of strangers on the internet to keep your child safe, it's it the parents' job to keep their child safe. But even on top of that, you, you have to give kids the space to fuck up and grow, like, like you do. I don't know, like I, I'm, I don't think trying to keep children in this bubble where nothing bad ever happens to them and they're never exposed to like sex or anything that could possibly be considered like anything less than like pure and wholesome is doing them any favors. Because eventually those kids grow up and they need to actually be able to exist in the world. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I, 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 yes. I felt very unprepared to go even into high school or terminology of things was lost to me. Yeah,
0: it's a very complicated issue and I have the feeling that this won't be the last time that we discuss it. But if you do want to hear further discussion of this and other random topics that we may end up talking about, you can check out our after show, which is currently in flux, but you can see updates about it on our Instagram at Tech Podcast. And it will be live on Fridays at 6. Thir- no, it's at 7. Shit. Um, <laughs> I fucked that up already.
1: I already screwed that we up. We already
0: screwed it up. And it will be live on Fridays at a time that is probably 7. I said 6.30 al- earlier in this episode and I was wrong. I'm so sorry for misleading you all. We're, we're really trying here, guys. Our website is more consistent. What's our website, Jay? Uh,
1: it's TechThoughts. I hope it's still gay. I, I think I think yeah. we're tech still gay. Cause I,
0: I, I still I, I think I'm still gay for you.
1: I can't I can't believe it's still gay. <laughs>
0: I can't believe it's not straight. Uh, and on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.
1: Bye.